Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 19-year-old Paige Johnson, who is considered lost and injured. She went missing from Covington, Kentucky on September 23, 2010. She is Caucasian, 5'1", 110 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Her tongue and navel are pierced, and her hair has highlights in it. If you know of Paige Johnson's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Paige Johnson, please click on the link on Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you always wanted to be a star? Whether you want to be in the spotlight or behind the scenes, you'll get some great info from this show. It's the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids. Now, here's Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagdorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. So they say that the face of beauty is makeup, so we're going to go ahead and find the truth behind that. Uh, and talk to you about all of our discoveries along the way. But first, some of the weeks. Okay, so first is the acting to the week, and that is your characters should be doing something 100% of the time that you're on stage. I remember Angel and I, we were in the play. Uh, it was Footloose, what I'm going to relate this to. We relate everything to Footloose. Like, yes, really. Um, Those were really big plays. They're amazing to do, too. Yeah, they were tons of fun. Wicked is my official favorite play. Yeah, definitely. So you guys have to go and see that. (laughs) All right, so anyway, so we were all sitting. uh, We had lunch tables in the back since it was the lunchroom scene. And um, Rin is his name? I think Rin was his name or whatever. I don't quite remember. He was up front and he was singing, but all the people in the background had to be doing something. Their character had to be doing something at all times, whether it was they were talking to their friends, supposedly, or eating, or... Yeah, because it looks a little off <laughs> if you're just in the background, just, like, standing there. Doing and nothing. staring at the audience and stuff. So even if you're mouthing the words, like, you don't actually have to be talking, but you have to be, like, involved in the scene somehow. And that makes sense because that way the, the scene keeps on going and nothing looks off or indifferent about it. Yes, so just make sure that you're doing something, that way it's not so awkward. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> Alright, so next is our singing tip of the week, and this is all about songwriting, since that's one of the things that Angel and I love in- to do. Yeah. We, we absolutely love songwriting. I I have, um, I've been song, like, writing songs ever since I was a really little girl, like, obviously they weren't, like, good songs, because I was talking about, like, random little child's problems, you know. But now I find it as a really rewarding, fun thing to do. And I know it kind of depends on who your person, like what your personality is. Like not everyone likes to songwrite. But for those of you who do or if you're curious about it, then this is like the perfect tip for you. All right, so songwriting can be a very rewarding experience. But there's more to it than just writing down song lyrics as they pop into your head. Before you set your pen to, to paper to write the words to your song, it's good to have a concept that points you to the right destination. It's a finished song. So if you write out one sentence that explains what your song is about, this sentence is called a thesis, you're on the right track to kind of, a kind of clarity and focus needed to write a good song. 
Refer back to your thesis statement often to make sure the words that you're coming up with still support your initial statement. If your words take you in a different direction, then you might end up just writing two different songs. Yeah. So, um, I remember the first song that I wrote. I felt so clever. Let me just tell you guys, <laughs> all right? I had, like, dance moves to it and everything. I was, Choreographing like, it. I was... You know what's... I think I was six, five or six. Okay, now this is a popular question that people ask when they're writing songs. Uh, do you think of the tune first and then match song lyrics to it? Or the song lyrics and you find a tune for it? I write the song lyrics and then I find a tune. I cannot find a tune I'm in my head opposite. without lyrics. I'm actually the opposite because I, when I have lyrics down, I find like I just repeat the same types of melodies and tunes that are already existent. So it doesn't really help me. But if I have like a catchy tune in my head, I like record it on my iPod or on my voice recorder. And then I think of lyrics and then I kind of pair it up with that. So it's kind of two different columns for me, actually. I could do both. I could see like how people would think that. A lot of times, though, I don't write, I write the lyrics and then I write the tune. And then I have, like, whatever I want. If I want to play an instrument with it, then I'll play that. But yeah. uh, the way that I do it nowadays, like, that's what I used I to. I can't do it at the same time. I now. do the piano. I do the piano, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to improv this. Yeah. So I start just, like, singing or whatever in some awkward, fancy, weird tune. And, you and know, that's how we actually thought of one of our songs for, like, what we wrote. That's what we did. We just... We just improv it, Harney just improv it, and I, re I was recording it, and then we listened back to it, and we were like, wow, that sounds really good. Like, we got rid of some It ended up being, like, stuff. our best song. It was Thanks to me and my brilliant ideas. Yeah, but Angel I, wrote most of the lyrics, but I'm the one that came up with the idea for the song, the yeah, chords. Yeah, she thought of the, like, the piano part of it, because And it the original, ensemble. like... Yeah, you thought of, like, the original idea. Base, but base, if base. you're songwriting just by yourself, that could be kind of hard because a lot of time you get writer's block, which is absolutely horrible. I hate having writer's blocks. You always want to have inspiration around you. So I saw a couple of ideas, and we might talk about it later on, on how to get inspiration from anything that you're looking at. So yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later. All right. So, uh... I was really excited about the recipe of the week because I'm just pretty boring when it comes to it. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, my parents are like gourmet chefs. So like, uh, your, your dad is like... He learned everything from my mom, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. My, in a, I used to live in California. And in California, my grandpa had his own restaurant. And it was, it was so fun because we would like so help cool. out and things like that. So my mom... I, my mom cooks most of our meals, and she makes it, like, she tweaks it a little bit. She does a little bit of this and that. So Harmony and I come from very cooking-related families, I guess you could I say. I just want to go to culinary love. school. Me too. It's I, so much fun. We play cooking games. Like, other people are like, pillow fighter. Yeah. Let's look up stuff on the internet. And we're like, you know, we're going to go ahead and cook. Yeah. Because we're just that it's, good. It's the funnest thing in the world. So um, this is really simple for me. Like, I usually do, like... Oh, I'm gonna mix this cheese with this meat, and yeah. I get all fancy and stuff. But basically, our recipe of the week is just plain old simple mac and cheese, which is actually you might think. Oh, I personally usually, to be honest, I usually get it from the box because my family 
when it comes to like mac and cheese, we're not that creative with it. But there are definitely different ways that I spice up my own. Well, I talked about my dad's six layer or six cheese. Yeah. But my grandma, this is like, you know how they have the craft mac and cheese? That's what I usually yeah. make because I'm really not talented when it comes to noodle anything. I'm just not good at boiling stuff. Like, one time I nearly burned the house down boiling stuff, so I'm... Genius harmony. Hey. <laughs> it actually, to be fair, it wasn't your fault. It's the person who washed the pan. Because make sure that um, there's no, like, oil left over on the outsides of the pan. Oil or residue or, or anything. Or anything so. like that when you clean things. Because... We were just playing chopped, and all of a sudden <laughs> the pan burst into flames. And I was just like... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. What do I do? So, uh... I wouldn't say thank you to our substitute teacher who told us how but, to do it because it didn't but help. But in the long run, he did help because he well, showed he us saw, this video. This in... video of a girl, and she was talking or whatever, and in the end, you got to see her face, which is really cool. But anyway, so uh, it was like, in case of an oil fire inside of your house, uh, take a rag and wet it, like soak it, and then wring it out till it's just damp, and it has to be damp. It has to be right. the perfect type. And then and turn then, off the heat on the stove. And then throw it over. And then throw the damp rag over it. Now, you don't want it to be wet because water fuels uh, gas fires. Yeah. So you you want it to be damp just enough to cover it up. And as then, soon as I saw the thing burst into flames, I immediately turned off So Yeah. So then sure um, I threw the damp rag over it or whatever and I was just like oh okay everything's gonna be okay and then I was like the the flame had gone down the rag didn't burst into flames I was uh -huh. totally cool with it I was like oh my gosh thank you substitute teacher and then I was like all right so then I pulled the rag off and the pan like whoosh all because it got oh, oxygen again yeah so anyway back to the mac and cheese <laughs> Long story short. My grandma, she'll just buy any type. She'll buy the shells, the big shells, and she can yeah. stuff them with cheese. That tastes so, or meat. Or meat. I am obsessed with dumplings. Let me just tell you, like, they're the <gasps> yes. best thing. Chicken and dumplings? This world has ever created, pretty much. It's like Okay, so maybe much. not the best thing, but one of the best types of foods that the world has ever created. Well, we were eating something, or someone because well, just think about this like bread and like meat and you could add cheese, cheese in. and you could add seafood because i had seafood dumplings. we make homemade dumplings we have yes. we make homemade dough or whatever so it's so good i so think we take the noodles and we stuff them with either meat or cheese or mm -hmm. both and then we use Velveeta cheese and we just like soak it in there and we melt it's now, so delicious now i don't know a whole lot about cheese except for the fact that i like it so that's that. So I'm not, like, scientifically cheese expert. I know a lot about cheese, but I'm not like, oh, it comes from this family, <laughs> and it forms this way. It grows this way, yeah. I could name, like, a billion types of different cheeses, though. I know, like, five, maybe. Okay, maybe a little bit more. Just for I know. Subway. I think that's the only reason, like, ordering from Subway. I love Subway. And they only have a couple of types. Like I know. Like, provolone and Swiss. And, like, like American and feta. Oh, I don't right. know as much. Okay, so that's our recipe of the week, everybody. Oh, and also, you could add a little bit of flaxseed on top of it, and it gives this really good, uh, like, nutty taste. It tastes really good, actually. Just a little bit. Just enough to, like, give it that extra twist, because usually you don't really pair, like, things like nuts or such with, um, with you know, cheese, but it tastes really good. It actually, it's really interesting, too. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And you're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. 
We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. Today's best talk. It's not a lifestyle we choose. We're born this way. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to The Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks and welcome back to The Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And we're going to figure out just a couple things right after the other weeks. First is the beauty tip of the week, and we're super like psyched about saying I don't know like it's I, a, it's a think, new tip that we just learned so. yeah so I think that it's really handy for us girls and even guys to know because this can be a problem sometimes if you're trying to do the right thing but it could lead to a bad thing because too much of the right thing yeah too bad. I feel like that's the quote or something. I don't know okay so this is over exfoliation you might find that aggressive exfoliation actually leads to dry irritated or acne and red skin. So that's I no, I find this kind of crazy because I first learned about this tip when one of my favorite YouTubers, Nikki Philippi, talked about it in her June favorite video. And um, she was talking about how she always thought that was just kind of a myth. Like you can't over exfoliate because exfoliating is good. It gets rid of all the dead skin cells, it replenishes your skin, you know, it brings new light to it, I guess. What I do is I exfoliate. If I do it depending on whatever the bottle says, like Angel has one that says every two weeks. So I would do it. I would exfoliate my skin every two weeks. And then in between, I would moisturize my skin. Or use a gentler product. Because there is exfoliations that you, that's made for daily use. Yeah, I have have the scrub or whatever. Yeah, it's made for daily use. And that's okay. But you don't want to use the harsh chemicals against your skin every single day it burns it yeah, burns it, really badly uh the the, the exfoliator slash like face mask i guess you should is a mud say face that mask. i say is a mud face mask and it literally like at first the first time i used it i thought i was allergic to it because it was making my skin red it was like burning my skin it, it felt like fire on my face it hurts so bad. Turns out it was just supposed to be that way. It was way. supposed to be that way. And it's supposed to, like, really deep clean your skin. Like, like totally antioxidants, everything like that. So you don't use that product that often. And I, I made sure that I wasn't allergic to it. And I wasn't. It was just the, the actual thing. And it, it works so really painful. well. It is so... But afterward, your Sometimes face feels so pain. clean and so nice. And you got to, and in this case, it's not bad for your skin. It's actually incredibly good for your skin. And it was just me personally reacting to it. It wasn't my skin reacting to it. It was like my mindset kind of thing. But it was, it works, and it's really good. Uh, a better tactic is to keep your skin clean and well moisturized. If you choose to exfoliate, keep it once a week if you have dry skin, and twice a week if your skin is oily. Now, my skin is kind of like, it transfers. Does that make sense? Like, sometimes I have extremely dry skin, and other times I have, like, really oily skin. It's it's terrible. My skin, by the end of the day, is always really oily. I, like, I wouldn't say that I wish I had dry skin, but I feel like dry skin, to me, is better than oily skin. Yeah. 
it, it's weird. Like it depends on the season or the like the weather for me. Cause oil is just a nasty. Thing. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so next is the fashion of the week. And this is platform shoes are new buys. How to choose your style. So these are, I, I kind of said the fashion of the week a little different. Usually we talk about specific trends. But this week we wanted to talk about how to find your specific style. And one trend, which is platform shoes. I've been seeing these a lot, okay? All right, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's not like technically. Like, I feel like they have a different name, but Miley Cyrus's new video, we'll be talking about that later on. Yeah. Um, but she has, like... These giant platform shoes. They're, like, a foot tall. They've they got to be at so least six big. inches. They're really big. But that's... I guess that's this, t this type of, like, concept that we're talking about, but those aren't the specific type of shoes that we're talking about because those are a little bigger than we would prefer to wear. Yeah, so they have, those like, Converse-like so shoes or Vans. Like, they're tennis shoes. And then they have the platform on the bottom. And they're like an inch to two inches I feel like thick. the white looks best, though. Yeah, white or black, like a solid color. Because then, like, I'm liking the monochrome, like, trend where it's black and white. Or I really like that yeah. for some reason. And yeah. when it's, like, black shoe with a white platform, I think that looks really cool. And I've been seeing them everywhere, so... Definitely check that out. It's really cool, actually. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how to choose your style. And I think this is a really tricky subject because, like, we don't know you, like, necessarily personally. Right. And I also think that you shouldn't set yourself in a box, okay? If you like if you like Demi Lovato's style, which is more rocker punk, and you also like Lana Del Rey's style, which is also an Vintage, artist, almost. She's vintage 60s, 70s type of clothing. And I like both of them so much. I like both of their styles. I kind of, I'm kind of all over the place, honestly. But I'm not going to set myself in a box just because you like that type of style, if that makes sense. So when you're looking at all the different types of clothing items... We'll give you some tips on how to choose your style. Right. So first you got to see... If you want to look at, because sometimes people realize, do I have a style? Like, they don't even realize that they have one. Yeah. But, like, I didn't for a while, and I'm like, I'll just buy whatever. And then I realized I'm more, I, like, usually I'm more of a vintage type person, but I don't have the money to buy some of this stuff. Yeah, vintage can be sometimes expensive, but you can find a lot of different things at, like, thrift stores and things like that that are vintage because they're literally from that age. Keep in mind, I'm not talking about, like... 30s dresses, like horse <laughs> yeah. carriages. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're talking about more, I don't know, like the the genre. Lace that, or silk, uh, yeah. sheer uh, fabric. Things like that. And, again, you just don't want to put yourself in a box. All right, so what you have to think about for the first thing, I think, is for me when I recognize myself, you got to go through the store. Like, let's say you're just a random store. Go through and you look at, what catches your eye immediately? The very first thing, like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. Or kind look of at thing. your closet, and if you really like your closet, like, right now I'm trying to, like, almost transform my wardrobe into more, like, mature items because I'm growing up. I mean, I need to get rid of some of that little Angel stuff. made me do the worst thing the other day. I didn't make We went it through all my drawers and we threw away most of the clothes that I didn't want and then the stuff that I did want to keep, but I, like, I uh, sort of, she made me put no, it in a bag and put I it at the top of I my didn't. closet. I didn't, You had that idea because this is what happened. I remember thinking, why is she, why is she you doing You had that? the idea. No, you had the idea of putting it up at your closet and keeping only one or two items that you really want. 
But what what you should do is anything that you want to keep in your closet, especially if you're like redoing your room or something, because both Harmony and I, Harmony does it like all the time. She just remodels your room like all the time. I have time to do it, and I can't. I'm gonna say I love change. Like it is something. It sounds bad. Like oh, one day I want to settle down and have everything like stay the same and normal. No, I absolutely love change. If we're going to rent a house, let us only rent it for two years and then move on. Alright? This is not our home that we are living in if, right if now. You ch if, if Harmony chooses a house to live in for the rest of her life, she always has to move the furniture around. It's not true. Not necessarily like paint and stuff because that takes I can't paint my room right now, but... Work, but... <laughs> yeah, painting over and over again. But literally, I, I was on a streak of once a week, I would change my room to something different and I had everything different for... I'm weeks. okay. I'm the same way, but less advanced because I really like my room how it is right now. So I like want to change it, but there's really no other way that I can change it because I've tried every other way, and I like this one the best. So I love change, but some things I need to keep the same just because I don't have room to change it anymore, or I can't because I've already tried it. Something like that. So if you look at your wardrobe and you notice a similarity, like if I look at my closet right now, almost everything I own has collars on it. I love collars. And lots of times people associate collars with vintage or um, like lighter fabrics. I don't really like the heavier things. Trying to think, because um, my mom's I, don't I have, have a lot of cotton. And at my dad's I have like I have a lot of floral. Yeah, and, I have um, a lot of like chiffon and... Um, like polyester things, things that are light and airy, things like that. I would it's have all these easier. things. Well, let easier. me tell you that Angel has gotten, I mean, it may seem like it to Angel, but she's gotten so much new clothes. Like, if well, you look at her closet. I'm, no, right now, I, I just went on, like, a giant shopping spree, guys. But there's also a difference between Angel and I. When Angel gets money, <laughs> she spends it on clothes because she loves clothes, guys. I'm a fashionista, what can I say? <laughs> all right, when I get money... Depending on the amount, I'll spill, I'll spend some on clothes, but I will. Most of it she will spend on makeup. Let's say I have ten dollars, I will spend four dollars on a shirt that I really like, and then six dollars on makeup. I am a makeup junkie, so yeah. I don't know, like we we have that difference, but I just bought a lot of new stuff because I'm school shopping. That's that's the only. So look why. at your closet and see the relatable items. So, yeah. yeah. Let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. And you're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? 
Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're a member of the world's most amazing audience. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks, welcome back to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now, we're going to be going into a very interesting topic. It's called, very vague, too. It's called, Oh, the Internet. <laughs> so, last night, Angel and I kind of discovered some things that were kind of, like, disappointing in a way. That were, like, you wouldn't... The Internet has transformed our world so much. And these creative <laughs> and awkward things that these people can do with the Internet and websites yeah. is but honestly, But honestly, the Internet is my life. I am made fun of by my own family members about how I I rarely like go outside. I'm always on the computer or the laptop or my iPod. For me, like, it's opposite though. I uh, here's the thing. Like Nobody that's the that, sad part. Like you don't have like. <laughs> they say that I don't have a life, but in reality, I I do because I hang out with my friends like all the time. They just say that I don't. But in my free time, when I'm not hanging out with friends, I'm either a shopping or b. On the internet. Like, Angel's on, a total it's... California girl. There is, like, there is probably one part inside get... of her deep, 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 like, super duper, 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 deep down it's inside of her that's, like, a country-ish girl. Like, she'll listen No, to that's it. not true. Like, this is my point of it. Okay? All right, this is Angel. She just said that she's addicted to the internet, but yeah. when she's not hanging out with her friends, she's shopping her on the internet. Yeah. For me, this is how it is. But I, when I'm with, with I'm my friends, I'm always outside of playing sports. If I'm no, you're not. Yes, I you am. You hate sports. I love sports. <laughs> I'm Are always the least ball. athletic person I know. Okay, of. guys, I may stink at sports like really <laughs> badly, but I love to play them. You I do, can play you volleyball do. way better than Angel. But yeah, let me I tell you, I am like the best. I can throw football. I'm really good. So I'm good at football and I'm good at soccer. I'm and okay I'm really catching at football, but I am absolutely amazing I'm at throwing football. I'm good at baseball. I'm good at all sports besides like the the ones that are stereotyped under girls' sports. All right, I'm good at cheerleading. I'm good at soccer. No. I'm good yes, at throwing I'm a football. I'm, I'm going. Good at football. I'm good at volleyball. I'm bad at volleyball. I'm really good at tennis. Yeah, <laughs> Angel and I are amazing at, at badminton. badminton. Let it's me just ridiculous. tell you, it's like the lamest sport ever. Like, but our coaches oh and PE made us like play this tournament, and Angel and I were like, we were undefeated. We this were is one thing that so we can good. agree on. Okay, we are both amazingly good at badminton. It's like the lamest secret. I talent for <laughs> for Harmony's birthday birthday, I even got us like a. Uh, like badminton rackets yeah, and birdies rackets and birdies for us to play is it's awesome. so amazing it's right. so good but okay here's the thing when i'm with my friends i'm usually outside usually it, with you it's kind of different because we find so much stuff to do that we're kind of all over the place honestly 
But when I'm with other friends, it's most of the time I'm outside. Angel's other friends, they don't know her as long, so Angel doesn't do a lot of stuff with them that much. But when she's with me, she's like, oh, and let's do this This, and this and this and this. But her parents only let her have a few sleepovers a week. My mom's like, he can be gone all week. Yeah, it's because they want me, like, at home most of the time. Like, they're they're fine with people coming over, but they don't want me, like, out all the time, you know? So it kind of just depends. But... I don't know. I if I had the connections and if I had like a ride <laughs> to get to like horse ranches and things like I know Tamara's, which we've talked about, and we love Tamara and Harmony's family. 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 Family is really close with them. And yeah, it's our really our family close, is pretty of. close with them too. Not as close, probably because we knew them like a while ago. I mean, kind of lost in touch for a little bit. But if I had, like, a ride there, I would go there every day. So I wouldn't say my country girl with, like, finger parentheses is deep down because if I had the chance, I would go every day. It's I love horses. really funny. I'm like, I absolutely can't stand country music. And then a song will come on and it'll be like, oh, my God, this is my favorite country <laughs> song. And I'll start singing along Harmony with it. loves country songs. I don't like to admit it, though. That really? is the thing about me. I know, like, every single song out there. You can test me on artists and everything. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna be talking. (laughs) We're gonna be talking about what's in like some things that we've noticed, or some websites that we have encountered, some some current events on the internet. All right, this is a really weird website that we're about to tell you guys about because we didn't find it off of anything. No one told us. Oh yeah, like which was really cool. I just kind of looked it up to see if there's a a website about this, and then there was. I was like, so, this is perfect. All right, so it's called word wordcounter.net, and it's so handy because it tells you how many how many words you have and how many characters. And then it and you tells you like, how many oh, times wow, that the, the words latest. are used. You might think like, oh wow, that's the latest thing ever. But when school starts up again, it's gonna be really easy to keep track of all the. Words that you have to write, because a lot of times essays... They'll be like, oh, it has to be in between 500 and... To 1,000 words. Yeah. Which is so hard. It is. We had to write a social studies that was like five paragraphs, 11 sentences in each paragraph, guys. Oh, my gosh. And it could only be like 1,000 words. 1,000 words. 1,000 characters. 1,000 characters. It is so difficult. We had to keep the sentences like kindergarten My very first one was... One thousand and one <laughs> oh my characters. Goodness. I was. It was the hardest thing that I've because ever done. We already tried like contractions and things like that, but our language arts teacher, or in seventh grade, our language arts language arts teacher didn't like us using contractions. My mom got really mad. She was like, "This is absolutely <gasps> so impossible, hard. Harmony. You don't understand." Like it's, she was trying to help so me. So WordCounter.net actually really helps you keep track of that. So definitely keep that in mind. Okay, next we're going to be talking about this different website that Vsauce, one of our favorite channels on YouTube, uh, showed us. And it is whatdoestheinternetthink.com. And it is one of the awesomest websites I've ever come across. You type in a word about something and then the internet is a return. Yeah, and it'll tell you, like, people have voted and it'll tell you the negative, how many people thought it was negative, how many people thought it was positive, and how many people were indifferent about it. So let's say... What? I think we typed in... Forks, all right? Okay, oh my goodness. This made me really confused. Like, I had... It was so confused. I was like, what? So, spoons had, like, 97% positive, 2% negative. And then X amount of uh, indifferent. indifferent. And then we typed in forks, 
And it was like almost 60 or 70% negative. It was like 80% negative. I was like, why do people hate forks so much? What's so wrong with forks? So can you guys please explain that to us? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't. But whatdoesetheinternetthink.com. First of all, I think that's like the best website name ever. Okay. So we found just a bunch of weird websites. Like one of my favorite was like, this sounds really weird. This website is going to be like, what are you even talking about? So, um, because it's so strange, this, like, topic or whatever. They have a bunch of different, like, random questions. Surveys. And this is, and this is well, here, there's two. So the first one is, one is, how many five-year-olds could you beat in a fight, I guess you could say? And Angel and I took this to see how many five-year-olds we could uh, fight at one time. Called is, the website's name is, how many five-year-olds could you fight off? Dot com, I believe. I, I think so. I, I think so. And it literally asks you questions and sees how many five-year-olds you could fight off, like vicious five-year-olds, okay? Like, this is a really interesting topic, but how many five-year-olds you could fight off before getting beaten All and right. possibly dying? I'm pretty sure the only reason that Angel that I uh, could fight less was because Angel's had karate experience, and that asked years, that on there. Years. And I've only had one, like two, and Angel's taught me like everything yeah. that I know in self-defense. So I could, it wasn't that much. I, I don't know if this is a lot of five-year-olds or not. She could fight 26 five-year-olds. And she could fight 24. I was so close, guys. And we, before know. you think, oh, wow, they're so weak, but the website said that if these five-year-olds, they're exceptional. Okay, they will, they will be. They will they stop will at have, nothing yeah. to beat you. Right. So it's just a concept, like how many five-year-olds would you be able to fight off? But it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Yes. All right. So next is this is the weirdest topic like ever. So how long could you survive in your kitchen freezer? Yeah, and it's just a typical kitchen freezer, and it gives you a long survey of like a bunch of questions that they ask you, and this is on RecipeStar.com. If you just type it in, then that'll work too. Just how long can you survive in a kitchen freezer? We both lasted four hours, and I have no idea if that's a long time to last in a kitchen freezer. That doesn't seem like it to me, but maybe it is. I seem like four hours stuffed inside, because I have two different types of freezer. I have a freezer that's on the side of my fridge, Mm -hmm. and then I have a freezer that's on top of my fridge, and then I have a stand-up freezer. So if I were in my stand-up freezer, I'd be like jogging in place. Yeah, well, it kind of, it asked you. Would you be wiggling around or would you stay still? And I, feel I like MythBusters should test if yeah. you can open up that, and then if you can open up fridges or freezers from the inside. Because I need to know, like, if I accidentally get locked in my I fridge or freezer, know. like, I need to know if I can we push just up. Test that right now. There. Yeah, I'll go and crawl in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, so we should do it. It confuses me. So, so we could survive for. See hours. how long you guys can last in a kitchen freezer, and then just email us. At the Angel and Harmony Show at gmail.com. It's amazing. Um, yeah, let's take a break. I'm Angel Ramirez. And I'm Harmony Hagdorn. This is the Voice Nerd Kids Network. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. <laughs> Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? 
Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! Today's best talk. It's not a lifestyle we choose. We're born this way. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids, the show about the performing arts and more. Now, back to your host, Angel and Harmony. Thanks, and welcome back to the Angel and Harmony Show on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Harmony Hagedorn. And I'm Angel Ramirez. And right now, we're just going to be like, oh, the internet. Yes, because the internet is so full of wonderful, crazy things that we want to take you on an adventure through some interesting websites and concepts that we found. All right, so this next website was also on, or this next game is also, quiz thing, was also on RecipeStar.com. So this one, this, the quiz in the end wasn't like, oh, you're survived for hours. It was a percentage. All right. That was 87%. All right, so Angel was like, Angel was 52%. We'll tell you after. Angel was 52% addicted to this, and I was 87% addicted to bacon. Which is kind of sad. I can't tell. I love bacon. Harmony's like really proud of herself for getting like 80 something. Like I am. I have packets of bacon in my freezer. I have bacon bits. I think that Um, it's a good thing in a way, but it's a bad thing because bacon is not that healthy for you. But bacon is so good. But I clicked, if it said, it's, one of the questions was, would you rather give up chicken or bacon? And I said I would rather give up bacon instead of chicken because chicken you could do so much with. Bacon's just kind of like, I'm going to wrap this. In I there. said the same thing. But you but still I clicked said, on chicken. No, I, I clicked. Yeah, you did. I clicked on the same thing you did. I'd rather give up chicken than bacon. But yeah. I know what I did was I'd rather give up bacon rather than caffeine. Oh, yeah. Because I love caffeine. I would I rather can't handle ca- myself Because I could have decaf tea. I could have decaf coffee. Sure, I'd have to give up, like, Dr. Pepper or something. Dr. But I could okay. have, like, That's, cream soda. Look, you can't have caffeine-free soda. Yeah, some sodas, but not Dr. Pepper, which is the best one. I can... Well, one of the best ones. So I would rather give a bacon instead of one soda that has different types, that yes. has different generic brands. Yes, it's too much work, and it costs too much money. It I, costs less money since it's I'd generic. I'd rather give up bacon than caffeine. I think we could have a whole debate on this. I feel like we could. This is what I'm... I, I'm just leaving it at that, just because, I don't know, that's my personal opinion, and i just rather... Give up bacon and caffeine. I'd rather not give up both of them, like, to be honest. I love both. To be honest. <laughs> to be honest. But, yeah, it's an interesting thing. So next, this is for all of you guys out there. So you go on this website, and it detects your country. Support your country, people. Yeah, all right. So it's 
And I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was total. This It's one person. That's the high score for that country. That isn't how many clicks. All right, oh so goodness. it's okay. So it's called click, click, click dot com. And um, your computer will, or the site will automatically detect which country you're in. And then you click as much as you can. It's not in a certain amount of time. Yeah. You just click you as just, much as you can. As much as you want to. And, and then they place you next to all the other countries in the world. Right. Um, America is, is in third place. And I think Hungary was number one with... It had like 19 million and I think clicks. 17 million. Something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Amount. And America has 2,600. 2 million. 2 million. I'm sorry. Oh, God. 604,048. <laughs> I did 400 clicks. I challenge you guys to do even more than that. Yeah. That's do awesome. over 2 million. And it's kind of fun because you challenge yourself through people all over the world and it gives a list of what like country you're in and what rating you're at and it's just random people clicking and it's kind of an interesting concept because it just it's like how many clicks you have done so it's no I actually really cool. think it is all together because we brought it up to remember like 604,000 it was 603,000 yeah all right and that's what the standing is for America just right now yeah so it's it's pretty cool well, I want to say Mm, I forgot what country was in number two, but if you're in I think that it was country, like the United Kingdom. So. Yeah, maybe. No, I think no. it was four. I think it was. It started with an S. Maybe Scotland. Sweden. 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 Like Sweden. <laughs> All right. So this next one, this next website, like our who teacher would actually be, used this. Oh, she did. It was about a chicken. In fifth box. grade, we've talked about her performance as Brewer. She's sixth like the grade. best teacher. Sixth grade. I always think that she was our fifth grade teacher, and I don't know why. Anyway, so it's called. <laughs> ransom.styles.org and you just basically type in something and it'll automatically change it into a ransom note and then you can print it out from your computer <laughs> and it's not for like like it's joking around so if you want to like if you want to use it seriously friend, please don't yeah please don't <laughs> but it's it like you know when you like take a magazine and you cut up different letters and you put it all together that's kind of what it does but it's on one sheet of paper that way you don't have to like find actual magazines because that would be really hard to do if you're just trying to figure out a ransom note so it's really cool it's ransom.sytes.org all right so next we're going to talk about we're talking about it sort of in the beginning but they say that the face of beauty is makeup and we're going to find the truth about it and talk to you about our discoveries along the way so uh, one of the biggest questions ever that everyone ponders at least one point in their life Ponders. <laughs> Ponders. All right. Is what is the definition of beauty? So, Angel, what is your definition of beauty? <laughs> this is actually a really hard question, and I can give you mine. I'm like improving right now because I'm. I know it's like it's. I thought of mine while reading the okay. question. Wow. Thanks. Okay. The definition of beauty isn't the outside appearance for me because that has nothing to do with anything. If you are dating a person, okay, you really like them or whatever, you're not going to fall in love with them just for their outside looks. Like, I agree to disagree. Like, so many people do that. Well, a lot of people do that, but you're not, you're tiny, you like, that can be a part of it. Like, we're human, it affects us, but you want to focus on the inside. It's like, what What are those one rocks called? They look like coconuts on the outside, kind of, and then in the inside they have, it's like. crystal? No. That's yeah. No, that's how the it's a it's, it's a it purple was, gym. Yeah. Uh, it's uh. <laughs> it was on Barbie. It's that uh, one episode. Oh my god! Movie. With the mining. Yeah. 
My grandma has one of those rocks. Just I don't know. I forgot what it's called. But it's it's like a metaphor. It's used for a metaphor also. And it looks like disformed or something that's not so pretty on the outside. But on the inside, it's like gems. And that's what's really going to matter if you take something seriously, anything in your life. So I think that the inside of yourself is more important than the outside because the inside will almost if you're confident inside then that'll show outside all right so i have two answers that was one of mine and the other one of mine was <laughs> is beauty the definition of beauty is whether you lack or excel in confidence that so it is so all bad. about your perception there is no definition of beauty to yourself there is you beauty, can be like the that girl is beautiful and then someone else can be like no she's not but it's it is not your opinion to say that. You do not have that right to say. You can't judge other people's beauty. Only yourself can judge your own beauty. Because I think the definition of beauty, beauty is, is you. Oh, oh so inspirational. <laughs> no. But it's, it's whether you lack or excel in confidence. So if you excel in confidence, then you feel that you have beauty. You feel, you sure, you can say, oh, that person's beautiful. Oh, that person has beauty, but only someone can judge your um, physical appearance. I think that... I think that your emotional appearance, like your emotional state is completely different or how you act your personality towards something is completely different. There's two different types of beauty and then yeah, there's just, one with the emotional and then there's the physical opinion. and then there's the physical appearance. When I feel, hold like, on, really quick, what did Sai say on Duck Dice? He said, Physical educated and, and educated, and then there's and, physical, no, physical and, and metaphysical, or something. Physical and metaphysical. Something like that. So, I think that beauty, beauty also doesn't just just depend on a certain age or or certain gender. Or oh, it has nothing like to that. do with age. It has or nothing gender. to do with that. And I think that it's just such a broad answer because it could happen with anybody that does anything, you know. Email us your definition of beauty at theangelandharmonyshow.com with, or at, at gmail.com yeah. with uh, dots in between. You're like, what? 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 So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I don't know. I just, I just thought we needed to say that. And really quick, uh, next week we'll probably be talking about the Miley Cyrus We Can't Stop music video uh, and review. And also our makeup product reviews because we didn't get to it today because we got little off topic plus we talk a lot so that was kind of part of it we need to just <laughs> stay on topic. i know we i think we talk about this every week too because we do it all the time oh and angel and i found our first show and we were thinking we want y'all's opinion if we should redo the show like for our hundredth show or something or just 99th. redo or just redo our first show and see. Yeah, and see the difference. So give us your opinion. Our very first show, we were so nervous. I'm and we still just nervous sometimes. Yeah, so I'm not. It, it depends where we are. If we're, I'm, I'm really comfortable like in the studio and things like that. Most of the time, I'm comfortable in the Microsoft Store when we do it at remote locations. But it, it's, it's just a new adventure every single time. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to the Angel and Harmony Show on Voice America Kids Radio and Kids Star. I'm Angel Maris. And I'm Harmony Hagner. And we will be with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Please join us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, go be a star. We'll see you next week. What's cooking? 
Join kid chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Today's best talk. It's not a lifestyle we choose. We're born this way. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. <laughs> 